0: A marvelous Monday to each of you, and welcome to the Lockdown Grizzlies podcast. My name's Sean Coleman, your host here at Lockdown Grizzlies, your Grizzlies every day. The Grizzlies had a fun game over the weekend in which their youth was put on display. We'll get into that in the first segment of the show. We'll also discuss while Stephen Adams certainly is not expected to step up in the same way that Jonas Valanciunas did last year, there's plenty of opportunity for Steven Adams to star in a supporting role to make the Grizzlies' best young players even better this season. That much more here on this edition of the Locked On Grizzlies podcast. You are Locked On Grizzlies, your daily Memphis Grizzlies podcast. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network your team every day wherever you are wherever you're listening wherever you are watching welcome to Locto Grizzlies my name is Sean Coleman I'm a credential media member with the Grizzlies have been covering the Grizzlies for four years now over at Grizzly Bear Blues and your host here at Locto Grizzlies your Grizzlies every day you can find myself at stats SAC neatly show right here. And you can also find the show at Locked Grizz. Whatever you listen to podcasts will be there as well. Spotify, Stitcher, Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, the Odyssey app. Make sure you listen, review, and subscribe. But also now live on YouTube as well. Anytime you want to enjoy the show, you can just open up YouTube and enjoy it. But make sure you hit that subscribe button. It let's us know you enjoyed the show, makes the show available for others to enjoy, and also just makes the show in general the best that it possibly And that's what these NBA teams are doing during the preseason, right? They're trying their best to be the best that they could possibly be. Well, if you want to make the best out of your day, After making Locked On Grizzlies your first listen of the day, make sure to check out the Locked On NBA podcast for your second listen. Updates on Ben Simmons, news around the league, so much going on before the season starts in less than 10 days. Make sure you get the latest over on the Locked On NBA podcast via podcasts and YouTube as well. So I want to talk about, obviously, the first thing that, you know, stood out over the past few days when it came to the Grizzlies, and that's the unfortunate news of Tony Allen. Not going to spend much time on it because there's not much time to spend. Tony Allen, unfortunately, was a part of a group of former players that were arrested over the past few days due to false medical claims. Now, whatever works out, on Tony Allen's end, we certainly hope the best in the long run for Tony Allen. That he certainly remains beloved by myself and everyone when it comes to the Grizzlies. So just hope that whatever occurs during this less than ideal situation, the best work at, the best works out for Tony and his family and these former players long term. But of course, when it comes to the current Grizzlies, the thing that stands out is every opportunity that they are getting to play is happening right before our very eyes even more so for the Grizzlies' young depth, that that's what happened on Saturday night. Now, if you had looked at the preseason schedule before the game started last Tuesday, you may have hoped that Saturday, which pitted the Atlanta Hawks coming to Memphis to face the Memphis Grizzlies, there was a lot of hope, including for myself, we would see Trey Young versus Ja Morant, two of the best young cores in the NBA, and the main reasons why they're there with one of the best young point guard battles in the NBA. We got it on Thursday with LaMelo and Jaw. We had hoped to get it Saturday, but the Grizzlies wisely took the opportunity to sit their starters, sit their main players on Saturday and allow for their young depth to play. Now, Desmond Bane, DeAnthony Melton, Xavier Tillman, each one of them still played. And for Desmond Bane and Xavier Tillman, they once again stepped up and shot. And that that is a big deal in my opinion because just like they did in summer league and just like they did on Saturday night, the fact that both Desmond Bane and Xavier Tillman continue to look very good when they are matched up against similar talent levels, yet they emerge as being two of the better players on the court when that happens. That's great for their development. Great coming into their second season. Desmond Bay led all scores with 18 points. Once again, shot the three well. Xavier Tillman, 11 rebounds, four assists. He did well in a supporting him role himself. So it was good to see both of them step up and deliver once again when their names were called upon to be in featured roles. Another player who really shined was Santi Aldama. That's correct. Probably an unexpected development with all the players that were there for the Grizzlies to play, but Santi Aldama stepped up 16 points, nine rebounds. Yes, only one of five from three, but a couple of things really do start to emerge when it comes to Santi Aldama from his performance on Saturday. In the summer league, from the start of the summer league to the end of it, though it was a short amount of time, you could clearly see Aldama was had a quick learning curve he was becoming more impactful from his first game in Vegas to the Grizzlies last, even though his shot was not fallen and what especially stood out was his rebounding what stood out once again on Saturday night, sixteen points to go along with nine rebounds. but the other thing that stood out was how resourceful of a scorer he was in that game. sixteen points coming in different ways step backs getting to the rim different ways that we saw Santi Aldama he showed just how good of an inside-outside game he has for a player his size like he did last year in college when he was asked to do a lot on the perimeter, a lot more than you would expect a young big to do in a role. But that's the thing that stood out to me when it came to Santi Aldama. Yes, he still obviously has quite a bit of time to develop. He obviously has a long way to go, in my opinion, to become a reliable rotation player for the Grizzlies. But it's encouraging to see how in a short time frame, how much he actually has improved and he actually is putting his production on display. So seeing him really shine on Saturday night was a great development. On the other hand, You did see some struggles when it came to shooting from Zaire Williams and Jarrett Culver, two of the more intriguing names this preseason. Obviously, Zaire Williams, because of him being the 10th pick for the Grizzlies, but also Jarrett Culver is someone that you hope, a former top 10 pick, you hope could kind of be a reclamation project for Memphis this season. Four of 23 overall from the field, only one of 11 combined from three, and I get it. It was less than ideal, it was disappointing. You want for those players to step up and shine when they're going against other teams, similar talent levels. And if they don't, it's a bit discouraging. I get it, I have that same feeling. However, the big thing that stood out to me from Saturday night, besides Aldama, besides Bane, and besides Tillman, is the reps. 45 total threes from the Grizzlies young depth. That is highly encouraging. The only way that these young players are going to step up and step into roles where they're going to be needed to perform later on in the season is for them to get reps now and for them to get reps in what Taylor Jenkins wants to do, which is obviously shooting the three as much and as accurately as possible. The Grizzlies were only 10 to 45 from three. But the only way this young depth is going to continue to get better is by stepping up getting the reps that they need to do what they need to do and to be able to do it consistently. So while, yes, Jarrett Culver and Zaire Williams both struggled from the field, it was great to see that they were getting up their shots. And a lot of the time, the shots simply didn't fall. It's not like the shots were way off or there was horrible form or anything like that. Both Culver and Williams did a very good job of creating their shots, of finding ways to get their shots up. The shots just simply didn't fall. But overall, it was good to see them Take on the opportunity, take on the load when it came to the shooting. So, next time, which probably will be sometime in the season, the next time that they may be leaned upon to be some type of score off the bench, if someone were to get injured in the current rotation or what have you. It's instances like on Saturday night where they got their reps that could pay off down the line. So nothing spectacular, nothing amazing from the Grizzlies when it came to their performance on Saturday. Again, they, you know, are no longer undefeated in the preseason. They lost 91 to 87, but an encouraging performance overall, which turns the attention to tonight. It does seem as if. Most of the starters will be back in action. We'll be able to see the Grizzlies be able to have several of their main players back. Unfortunately, once again, we're not going to be able to see the best of the opposition. Cade Cunningham will be out for the Pistons, but it'll be really fun to see the Grizzlies starters get back into action, see if they can get off to another hot start, see if John Barrett can continue his dominance, and we can continue to see Jared Jackson Jr. continue to improve as well. But one player who certainly has stood out when he's played this preseason, both off the court in press conferences as well as on the court, is newcomer Steven Adams. And while many are going to naturally compare him to Jonas Valanciunas, and I did that back in the August 11th episode of Locked Grizzlies, while many may try to compare him, and it's just going to be natural, it makes sense to do it, while, while he will not be what Jonas Valanciunas was, Stephen Adams can star like Valanciunas did at times last year, Stephen Adams could become a star and support in multiple ways for the Grizzlies main talents. I'll detail that in just a moment, but before we do, One thing that I can tell you is this, is that when it comes to the Grizzlies, what stands out is that as their young depth continues to get better and better, they may become great options for you when it comes to fantasy basketball. And if you want a great place to play fantasy basketball, that, of course, is the Sleeper app. If you go to the Sleeper app, you'll be able to find fantasy football and fantasy basketball. And they have game picks. In 2018, uh, the the folks at Sleeper realized that fantasy basketball – Just was not what it could be. So they developed game picks where you could only count one game per starter each week. It keeps things fair. It involves strategy. It makes things simple to where you can stay engaged the entire season. So if you love fantasy football and sleeper, make sure to check out fantasy basketball. I'm in two leagues this year, finished second in a league last year, lost to former host Mark King. He hasn't let me live that down in a basketball fantasy league with some friends around Memphis. But check out Sleeper today to make your fantasy basketball experience as fun as possible. The other thing that I can say is this. Listen, we're coming off a weekend in which we had college football and pro football. Today, the MLB playoffs, you got four games being played. Go Braves, by the way. Very, very nervous right now. And of course, you got preseason basketball. So you've got tons of different things going on at the same time when it comes to different things you want to watch. Well, I want to tell you about a simple way. You can get all your entertainment, sports, everything you love when it comes to TV without the hassle. And it's a great way, basically, to just get your TV together. And that's Direct TV Stream. It brings you live TV and on-demand favorites together like never before so you can watch your favorite sports, movies, and shows all in one. That means no juggling remotes and no need to buy another device ever again. And the best part, there's no annual contract. So get rid of the clutter. And the confusion. Get your TV together with Direct TV Stream. You can learn more at directtv.com. That's directtv.com. Compatible device required. Content varies by package. We of course want to again thank you for making the locked on Grizzlies your second or your first listen of the day. But when it comes to your second listen, I just mentioned that baseball is here, playoff baseball is here. And if you're someone like me who's cheering for a team in the playoffs, like I do when it comes to the Braves, I love checking out the Locked on Braves podcast with Dylan Short every single day. Make sure if you're a fan of baseball, you do the same thing, or you're a fan of football or college football. The Locked On Podcast Network has a show covering your favorite team. So make sure to check out your favorite teams baseball football or college football podcasts as your second listen to the day all on the Locked on Podcast Network so obviously Stephen Adams has arrived here in Memphis and as many around the NBA many people who had interacted with Adams before he arrived here in Memphis his his reputation certainly preceded himself but it also was certainly accurate Stephen Adams is an absolute delight don't get me wrong all the Grizzlies are a delight to talk to, but Steven Adams just seems like a genuinely fun, caring, good guy. And you see it when it comes to how he's interacting with his teammates, how he fully is embracing, a lot like Yonas Valanchunas is. Steven Adams has already embraced the culture here. He knows he's a veteran. He knows that he's brought in to kind of you know support in a veteran role. We, of course, saw from Evan Barnes of the Commercial Appeal the video of Steven Adams teaching Brandon Clark footwork around the rim, we know that both Jared Jackson Jr. and Brandon Clark had commented how much they enjoy learning from Stephen Adams. So in one way off the court, Stephen Adams is already making an impact as a mentor, as a teacher, a big brother, a lot like Jonas Valanciunas did. And on the court, there certainly is some similarities between Jonas Valanciunas and Stephen Adams. Of course, you got the big physical presence, but With Jonas Valanciunas, there's an aggressiveness, a a physical edge, uh, you know, a bit of nasty. That's the best way I can describe it on Twitter the other day. With Steven Adams, there's more of a physical nuance, there's more of a nuance, more of a finesse to his game that's there. And while neither way is wrong, both Adams and Valanciunas are effective in their own ways. Though they do it differently, the similarities are certainly there. One way in which Stephen Adams can certainly improve his overall impact for the Grizzlies. Obviously, the rebounding aspect of things, he certainly shines. One of the best offensive rebounders in the league since he arrived. One of the best overall rebounders. He has shown good defensive rebounding prowess as well. It literally feels like every other rebound that happens when Stephen Adams is on the court, he is around it. He gets a hand on it or obviously gets the rebound. But the other thing that I talked about in that August 11th show, where we had hoped Stephen Adams would improve his overall impact as a rebounder, like Valanchunas did during his time in Memphis, was the ability to create second-chance point opportunities off those rebounds. And in the first two games for Stephen Adams, he has done exactly that. Right now in the preseason, he's third in the league in second-chance points per game. 13 of his 26 total points have come via second-chance putbacks, and that is so critical to the Grizzlies offense because the Grizzlies have a lot of players that like to get into the lane, get into the rim. If Steven Adams can back that up by cleaning up the offensive boards and putting it back in, that is definitely another added benefit to the Grizzlies offense because not only is it high percentage looks that Adams creates for himself getting offensive rebounds, but it also allows the Grizzlies to continue to create that possession advantage. And as they play more talented teams, and as the Grizzlies continue to try to make the three-point shot more reliable, if the three-point shot's not fallen, them being able to get those extra possessions through offensive rebounds and high percentage looks as a result that Steven Adams can put back in, that's a huge, huge development for the Grizzlies. But also, it's not just Steven Adams improving his putback chances, his second chance points approach. It's also the fact that he has mentioned time and time again, he wants to improve his free throws. That's another area of Stephen Adams game that certainly fell off last year in New Orleans. But so far in the preseason, he's six of seven. And of course, if Stephen Adams were to get an offensive rebound, he were to put, try to put the ball back up, it were not to go in. But there's also a chance he'll be fouled. If he can become someone that can hit his free throws, that'll be a big development as well. And what this allows for is that, you know, I've talked about Steven Adams being in that starting lineup. It just seemed like it was a natural transition. If we traded away Yoda, got Steven Adams back, he could just go right into the five role in the starting lineup, no issue at all. But what about Steven Adams being someone in the closing lineup? As someone that struggled shooting free throws last year, as someone that really wasn't a threat from three, that is those are a couple of things that, in my opinion, made it less likely that Steven Adams would frequently be in the closing lineups, or at least less frequently than Jonas Valanciunas is. Of course, you know, again, we don't expect Steven Adams to play as many minutes or get as much usage as Adams overall, or as Valanciunas overall. But if Stephen Adams is showing that him being on the court improves the Grizzlies' defense, plus he's creating second-chance points through his rebounding, and he's hitting his free throws, if Stephen Adams is consistently doing that, then that builds a better case for him to be in those closing lineups. Not saying he's going to be, but it certainly is a better case, and it's never a bad thing to have as many reliable options to, to, to put in the closing lineups in high leverage or closing lineup situations if you're the Grizzlies. So Steven Adams' rebounding, we knew about. We knew that that was going to be an elite part of his game. The screening, we knew about. His ability to play defense, and he does, seems to be a bit more athletic than people get him credit for. He seems to be someone that could be comfortably aw- away from the basket you know, more often than Valachunas was. But if you can add to all that his ability to put to, to create second-chance points through his offensive rebounding, and if he can significantly improve his free throws this year, not only does that make him a more effective player, obviously, it makes him more supportive of the Grizzlies' young talent, but it also potentially makes him a reliable option the Grizzlies can use in closing and high-leverage lineups as they face more talented teams who feature bigs. That's something that definitely would be a great development for the Grizzlies if Stephen Adams can, be, can become a more resourceful score through improving his second chance putbacks as well as his free throw shooting. But the overall aspect of Stephen Adams' game that has stood out the most and to me is the most exciting is his playmaking. That certainly is something that really stands out. I've talked about it multiple times so far on Lockdown Grizzlies, but just how much could that impact and improve the Grizzlies approach on offense this year? I'll detail that in just a second. I'll tell you this though, if you want to make a play that'll make your day better, if you want to make a decision that'll make your day better, I would go to Built.com. And the reason I'd go to Built.com is because, listen, every one of us wants to improve our diet. We want to add options that are tasty. We want to add options that can improve our health. That's what built bar can do have it in the morning for breakfast in the afternoon as a snack whatever you choose whenever you choose to enjoy it built bars are going to make your day better if you go to built.com choose from over 18 different flavors that you can enjoy none of them are bad options some you may prefer over others but you can also change it up if you choose to. That's the great benefit of Built Bar. And the other great thing is if you go to Built.com right now, you put in the promo code LOCKED15, that's LOCKED15, you'll get 15% off your next order from Biltmore. You go to Built.com, put in the promo code LOCKED15 to get 15% off your next order from Built Bar. On tomorrow's Locked On Grizzlies podcast, we're going to review, we're going to react to the Grizzlies preseason game against the Pistons. See if some things have changed up for the starters. See if some encouraging trends are continuing for the Grizzlies. Hopefully, we'll be able to see Memphis have another convincing victory against a team that they should be. And we'll also continue our player profile series looking at Jared Jackson Jr. All that plus more on tomorrow's edition of the Locked On Grizzlies podcast. So we talk about Steven Adams. We know the rebounding's there. We know the defense is there. We know the physical edge is there. But if Steven Adams can show an improved prowess when it comes to putting the ball back in the basket for second chance opportunities, and he could also show the ability to hit free throws that not only makes the Grizzlies' offense that much deeper and allows for them to effectively create that possession edge that really fueled a lot of their wins last year, it also could potentially make Steven Adams a clear, reliable option in closing lineups at times against other teams with highly talented bigs. But the big thing that stands out that really could be a way in which Steven Adams can star in a supporting role for the Grizzlies' best young talents is his playmaking. Three assists so far in each of the first two games, and he easily could have had five in each of the first two games. Many of those cuts in which he made the right bounce pass, it just was not able to be finished at the rim. But I've discussed that, that, that the cutting ability of the Grizzlies off of Steven Adams' playmaking in the half court certainly is a great development because it just adds another wrinkle. But beyond just a cutting ability off of Steven Adams, Steven Adams is a high post facilitator, opens things up. We already know that the Grizzlies are going to get into the lane. We already know that the Grizzlies want to feature the three more. But if the Grizzlies can also throw in a little wrinkle where they can convert a few easy opportunities at the rim off of Steven Adams' facilitation, it becomes an aspect of the Grizzlies' offense that opposing defenses have to respect. Well, the ripple effect of that is that you can work off of that. You hit a couple of cuts. Maybe he hits a Jabari or a Dylan or a Desmond Bain on cuts. You know, in the first few minutes of the game. Well, then, if he gets the ball in the high post again, the defenders are going to focus on preventing the cut. That opens up the perimeter, and now Stephen Adams can be someone on a dribble handoff or on a simple pass to the top of the key, to the you know top of the key or a quarter. Stephen Adams is someone who now, because the defense is focusing on stopping the cutting action, Stephen Adams can then distribute the ball for a great catch and shoot three look, which obviously is the overall goal for the Grizzlies in getting high percentage looks from distance as much as possible. So that's why Steven Adams as a facilitator really fits in well with what the Grizzlies are trying to do. It adds another wrinkle with the cutting, but working off of the cuts to the basket being successful, you come full circle back around to what the Grizzlies are trying to do in adding different ways they can create high percentage looks from distance, and they can work off that cutting action with Adams as the distributor to then allow for him to also be able to pass out to the perimeter for catch and shoot threes. And as I mentioned last week, this whole idea of Steven Adams being a playmaker is not something that's new. Yes, he's never been considered to be a, a one of the better playmakers at the center position at the in the NBA, but Darko Rajakovic, who now is an assistant with the Grizzlies, he coached Stephen Adams for four years in Oklahoma City. And when when Stephen Adams was traded to Memphis. Roger, Darko Roger Kovich, as well as coach Taylor Jenkins, they talked, they looked at the field and they really discovered that the passing ability of Steven Adams was an underutilized part of his overall offensive game. And two years ago, we really saw Steven Adams take a step forward with his assists as well. In the 2019-2020 season, this, Roger Kovic had already moved on as a coach. But we really saw with obviously with Chris Paul, Shea Gilgis Alexander, Danilo Gallinari, and others there in Oklahoma City, we saw Stephen Adams' ability as a playmaker significantly improve. In fact, his assist rates in the 1920 season, his last season in Oklahoma City, his assist rates that year were more than double what his career assist rates were for his entire career previously. That's how that's how he had much he improved as a passer his last year in Oklahoma City and one other thing that stands out is that having a center that can pass allows for Taylor Jenkins to reach another goal of his when it comes to this Grizzlies roster we know that Taylor Jenkins wants five shooters on the court at all times as much of each game as possible that Taylor Jenkins can have five shooters on the court that's what he's going to prefer but what if he could also have five players that could easily pass the ball? Well, Stephen Adams is not someone that's going to shoot. But through his playmaking, if he can become someone that can help the others, other players on the court improve their shooting due to his good passing, that's what will keep him on the court. So if you're not going to have five shooters, at least have five players who can reliably facilitate and playmake to create good shooting opportunities for the other ones on the court. That's what you're getting from Steven Adams stepping up his game as a passer. But again, this is not something new. Over the past two seasons, there have been nine centers in the NBA who have played 3,000 or more minutes with an assist percentage above 10%. Here they are. Andre Drummond, Jacob Pertle, and Kelly Olenek. Okay, you know, some backup centers in there. Nobody, you know, just thrilling. as far as comparing to Steven Adams and Jonas Valanciunas, who, by the way, are the next two on that list. So five of the nine are Andre Drummond, Kelly Olenek, Jacob Hurdle, Steven Adams, and Jonas Valanciunas. The other four, you may have heard of them, Nikola Vucevic, Bam Adebayo, Joel Embiid, and Nikola Jokic. That is how productive, that's how exclusive of a company you get with a center that can pass the basketball that's also going to be on the court quite a bit. Now, I'm not all of a sudden saying Steven Adams is going to be a top five center in the league. That's not the goal of showing him in that group. But the goal is is to show that that's some pretty good names. That's some of the better centers in the league that are there with Steven Adams and Jonas Valanciunas with their passing ability. And we saw how Yonis' playmaking ability improved. We saw how well the Grizzlies did in expanding and, and opening up Jonas's offensive game once he came to Memphis. I don't think you're going to get the same type of three-point success with Steven Adams that you got with Yonis Valanciunas, but I certainly think you have more passing ability with Steven Adams than you did with Yonis. And as you can see, If you have Steven Adams being someone that can pass the basketball consistently to the point that that could be a part of your offense, that allows for him to remain on the court and be beneficial, even though he's not going to shoot from distance because his facilitation can lead to you opening up more high percentage looks from distance for your other players. And of course, the other thing that stands out is that Steven Adams, Xavier Tillman, and Jared Jackson Jr., Those are the three players that are likely going to be playing at the five 40 plus minutes each night. If the Grizzlies can get at least five five or six assists from that trio at the center position, that puts them among the best big man passing teams in the league. And for a team that's not still not that great at shot creation, once again, not only having passing ability from all five positions on the court, but having that ability for 40 plus minutes a night, that is a huge, huge development. We already know that in my opinion, Xavier Tillman is one of the best passing big men that have come into the league via the draft over the past five years. Jared Jackson Jr. had his best, the, the best assist rates of his career last year. So as Stephen Adams, Xavier Tillman, and Jaron Jackson Jr. can improve their overall passing ability and you start to get six, seven, eight assists from that position each night, that just means that the offense is being more consistent. It just means that the offensive chemistry is there. It's free-flowing where all five positions are supporting each other to create high percentage looks and it allows for the Grizzlies to get the most out of players who, while they may not add that much value shooting, they can add value by increasing the overall productivity of the other shooters due to facilitating high percentage looks. So that's why it's so key for Steven Adams' playmaking to continue to be something that's utilized, to continue to be something that's featured by the Grizzlies, and hopefully something that will be coupled with his ability to be a more resourceful scorer. And if Steven Adams does this, he rebounds at a high rate, he, he improves his overall ability to create second-chance points and free throws, and he's averaging two or three assists tonight. You're starting to see a center who now is working himself back into the conversation of being one of the better centers in the league. He's been there before. We know the capability is certainly there for Stephen Adams, and with how well Jonas Valanciunas blossomed Under Taylor Jenkins' system here in Memphis, you have to have high confidence that Taylor Jenkins and his staff could do the same for Steven Adams. Though it may not be in the same way, and it may not be in a way where Steven Adams is a star like Yonas Balanchunas was at times last year, Steven Adams can be a star in his own right in a supporting role by supporting the Grizzlies' young talents in multiple ways to not only make them better, make him better, and also the team better as well. It's going to be very exciting talking to Steven Adams off the court, but also hopefully seeing him continue to improve and get better on the court and play a big role, a bigger role than many may anticipate, and a much more effective role that many may anticipate this season for the Grizzlies. My name's Sean Coleman. You can find me at StatsSAC on Twitter, the show at LockedOnGrizz. Make sure you uh, listen, review, and subscribe to the podcast wherever you listen to podcasts. And here on YouTube, make sure you hit that subscribe button. Let me know what you think of the show in the comments. What do you think? Think of Steven Adams as a passer in a supporting role. Do you feel Steven Adams is someone that certainly can significantly improve his overall value as a player coming off a down year last year? I certainly think so. I think he's that in a right system that shown it could do that for veterans in the past, and I think they'll do it once again with Stephen Adams. Don't forget tomorrow, we're going to talk with you about tonight's game versus the Pistons, what really showed out in this preseason game, plus continue our player preview series with Jared Jackson, Jr. Of course, you made Locked On Grizzlies your first listen. Now, make sure you go check out the Locked On Fantasy Basketball Podcast with the number one source of fantasy basketball news in the world. That is Josh Lloyd. Make that your second listen of the day. Hope you have a great day. Go Grizzlies. On the side note, go Braves or whoever your favorite playoff team is. Hope they win as well. We'll talk to you again soon here on the Locked On Grizzlies podcast.